Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast and TV, where Christ and culture connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. As you can see from the title, today we're going to be discussing confidence in the midst. So grab your journals. We're coming from the book of Daniel, and we're going to be focusing on chapter one and two. So last night when I was praying and I was doing my quiet time, God gave me the title for today's podcast, which is Confidence in the Mist. And what that means is having confidence in the midst of whatever it is that you're going through. I talk to you guys all the time about the struggles or the trials and the tribulations, the storms that you go through. And what God was saying to me is that I want my children to be confident in spite of what they might be facing. A lot of times what the enemy is trying to come after is your faith. He's trying to get you to die. God. He's trying to make you feel like you're not a chosen one. He's trying to make you feel like God didn't call you to be the person that God called you to be. God didn't call you to walk in purpose. God didn't call you to be favored. God didn't call you to walk in prosperity. He wants to come against your thoughts against God. It's not that he wants to come against your business. He's not going to do anything with your business. He don't want to do anything with your house. He don't want to do anything with your relationship. He just wants to come against your love for God. He wants you to doubt God and what God word says. So so God said, I want you to remind them to be confident in spite of what it is that they are going through. I want them to stand boldly and know that I will never allow my children to go through storms if I'm not in that storm with them. If I'm not going to make that storm work together for their good, like my word said, I am not a liar. My, my word will not return to me void. So in spite of what they might be going through, I want you to tell my children to be confident in this season, in the midst of whatever it is that they're going through. I want them to stand boldly and know that this thing hurts and this doesn't feel well. And I don't understand why I'm being tested like this. I don't understand why I'm being stretched like this. I don't understand why it seems like I'm losing people around me. I don't understand why it seems like everything I'm doing isn't prospering the way that it should. I don't understand why this seems like my losing season, but in spite of what it feels like, in spite of what it feels like, in spite of what it looks like, in spite of what other people might say it is, I am confident in the fact that I am a child of God. While reading Daniel chapter one and two, he literally just told me like, read until you get to chapter three. So I'm going to tell y'all the same thing. Read Daniel chapter one and two, but I do have four points that I want you guys to write down in your journal. And I also have some scripture that relates to the points. So if you have your journal, which I hope you do because you ordered your prayer box, grab your journal and I'm going to give you guys these four points. Speaking of prayer box, this week is the last week to purchase your April pink prayer box. The personalized prayer box that comes with 15 prayers and 15 personalized affirmations. This is the last week to purchase the April one. The May one will be revealed on May 1st. So make sure you guys follow me on Instagram at the Christian Bay underscore to see the May 1st prayer box. I cannot wait for you guys to see it. But as for now, grab your journal and make sure you read Daniel chapter one and two. The first point that I wrote down is your process will be and look different from everyone else's. And when you're going through your process, when you're going through your seasons, when you're going through the development of walking into purpose and being who God has called you to be, sometimes it can be discouraging to see how different your process is from other people. I talk to you guys all the time about when I was in college and how by the time I transferred to Old Dominion in Virginia, my friends were already graduating 
and it was like I was starting over and it's in those seasons of life it's in the midst of transition it's in the midst of starting over it's in the midst of stepping into newness that sometimes we can lose our confidence and begin to question ourselves and ask am I really making progress will this really be worth it it seems like a setback it seems like everybody else is progressing faster than me it seems like everybody else is heading towards this place of success and I'm just now starting over or just now getting started it's in the midst of transition that we lose confidence and God is saying today I want you to be confident in spite of what your process may look like in spite of what your transition may look like in spite of what it feels like in this current season I still want you to be confident in me because your process will be and look different from everyone else's when you're chosen when I was reading Daniel chapter 1 this point came from came from verses 15 through 20 and it says at the end of the 10 days Daniel and his three friends looked healthier and better nourished than the young men who had been eating the food assigned by the king so after that the attendant fed them only vegetables instead of the food and wine provided by, for the others God gave these four young men an unusual aptitude for understanding every aspect of literature and wisdom. And God gave Daniel the special ability to interpret the meaning of visions and dreams. When the training period ordered by the king was completed, the chief of staff brought all the young men to the king. The king talked with them and no one impressed him as much as Daniel, Hannah, Meshach and Azariah. Sorry if I'm saying their names wrong, y'all. So they entered the royal service. Whenever the king consulted them in any matter requiring wisdom and balanced judgment, he found them 10 times more capable than any of the magicians and enchanters in his entire kingdom. Now, what was happening here is that Daniel and his friends were chosen to be brought into the kingdom and they had this specific training that you have to do when you're chosen by the king. And the king decides how long the training is. The king also decides what type of food and wine you drink. And Daniel said, no, we want to eat fruits and vegetables. So allow us to eat fruits and vegetables and you will see that we will be healthier or more mature than the people that's going through your regular training process. And in the end of the training, it says that whenever the king consulted them in any matter requiring wisdom and balanced judgment, he found them 10 times more capable than any of the magicians and encounters in the entire kingdom, than any of the people that went through the regular process, than any of the people that look like everybody else than any of the people that look like they was on the right path while Daniel and his friends were taking a different path and God is saying today your process will be and look different from everyone else's but understand that's what sets you apart so in spite of looking different in spite of going through a transition, in spite of feeling like you're the outcast in the midst of certain seasons, God wants us to understand that your process will be and look different from everyone else. But that's what comes with being chosen. It says Daniel and his friends were 10 times more, not three, not five, 10 times more capable than any of the magicians and encounters in the entire kingdom. Not even the ones that just came out of that same training group as them, the entire kingdom. That means the rookies and the vets. That means that in spite of your season of transition in spite of you looking different or looking like you don't probably know what you're doing because they probably were saying why they only eating fruits and vegetables they're not going to get chosen they're not going to be cocky enough they're not going to be able to withstand what comes with this position in spite of people doubting you God is saying today I want you to be confident 
in the midst of that. The next point is a very popular question that you guys always ask me and I'm so happy that I get to address this again. I addressed it in a YouTube video, but while reading scripture, I saw that this stood out as well. And the second point is astrology is not real. Okay, let me say that again. Astrology is not real and there's scripture to prove that stars or your horoscope cannot tell you the future. So Daniel chapter two, verse two, it says that the king called in his magicians, enchanters, sorcerers, and astrologers, and he demanded that they tell him what he had dreamed. And he basically said to them, I had a dream and I want you to tell me what the dream was. And then I want you to tell me what the dream means. And he called then the enchanters, the magicians, the sorcerers, and the astrologers, right? And none of them were able to tell him what he dreamed. They just kept asking him, well, what was your dream? Tell me what your dream was. Then I can tell you what it means. And he said, if you really have power, you tell me what my dream was. And then you tell me what it means. And none of them were able to. And then when Daniel went in on Daniel chapter two, verse 27, Daniel said to him, there are no wise men, enchanters, magicians, astrologers or fortune tellers who can reveal the king's secret but there is a god in heaven who reveals secrets and he has shown king what will happen in the future now i will tell you your dream and the visions you saw as you lay in your bed daniel was making it clear that this 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 magicians these psychics these astrologers, they can't tell you what your dream was and they also can't tell you what it means. They can take the information that you give to them and they can try to put some type of meaning behind it to make you feel like they know. But if they really knew, they could tell you the dream and the meaning. But the God that sits in heaven, he can tell you the dream and the meaning. So that's the second point that I want you guys to write down is that astrology is not real. And there's there's scripture to prove that the stars or magicians, sorcerers or whoever this world, stones, rocks, sage, whatever you want to think of in this new age cannot tell you the future, cannot tell you the steps that's ordered for you, cannot tell you the plans of God. Only God can do that. Okay, let's set the record straight. Only God can do that. The third point that I have for you guys is you must know who you are before God can release the provision or the promise that he has for you. When I was reading Daniel chapter two, verse 16, it says, Daniel went at once to see the king and requested more time to tell the king what the dream meant. So when Daniel found, found out that the king was talking to the astrologers and the musicians and all of them magicians and sorcerers or whoever fortune tellers, when he was talking to them, he said, either tell me what I dreamt and what it mean, or I'm going to have everybody killed because I'm, I'm just pissed off. So after he said that, of course, they weren't able to tell him. So then he demanded that everybody be killed. So Daniel asked, why is he saying this? Like, what's going on? And then they told him none of them were able to tell him what his dream meant. So verse 16 says that Daniel went at once and went to the king to see and request more time to tell the king what the dream meant. But what stood out to me was that it wasn't until verse 19 that it says that that night the secret was revealed to Daniel in a vision. Then Daniel praised the God of heaven. So in verse 16, Daniel went to see the king and request more time to tell him what his dream meant. But God didn't tell Daniel what the dream meant until verse 19. That's three verses later. 
So what that means is that Daniel was so confident in who he was in the midst of a tough season, in the midst of them putting out threats to kill everybody. Daniel was still confident in who he was. He was confident in his calling and he was confident in the gift that God had on his life that he still went and told the king, I can tell you what your dream means. I can tell you your dream and I can tell you what your dream means. And he went and did that in confidence before God even released the wisdom, before God even released the vision to him, before God even released the dream to him. You have to know who you are in spite of tough seasons. Then your life was on the line. In the midst of being possibly being killed, in the midst of a storm, in the midst of being tested, in the midst of people talking about you, in the midst of feeling like you're a failure, you have to be confident in who God has called you to be and confident in the calling that he has on your life. You can't allow what you see to make you forget what God said to you. You can't allow what it feels like in this current season to drown you of your faith. You must stand confidently in the calling that's on your life. It says in verse 16 that Daniel went and said, I'm going to tell you what what your dream is and I'm going to tell you what your dream meant. Please don't kill us. Give me time because I'm going to tell you. And it says three verses later, that same night, God released the vision to him because of his confidence. Your confidence will open doors for you. Your confidence will make ways for you. Your confidence activates favor on your behalf. Your confidence let God, lets God know that my child has trust in me. My child has faith in me. You ever had somebody to have confidence in you? You ever had somebody to refer you someone? Yeah, she the best hairstylist I know. Oh, her? Oh, she the best designer that I know. Oh, her business? She got the best soaps ever. Oh, her makeup? She do the best makeup. When somebody has confidence in you, it makes you want to show up and show out. It makes you want to do more for that person because you believe in me. You have faith in me. Your confidence is rooted in me. So now I'm going to really show up for you. I'm not going to let your word come back to you void. I'm not going to let you down because I see the confidence that you have in me. And God is saying today, tell my children, I want them to have confidence in the midst of whatever it is that they're going through. Daniel went there in confidence and God came through for his calling. The last point that I have for you guys is don't seek approval when operating in your gift or your calling. Have confidence in the midst of being tested. When I read Daniel chapter two, verse 31 through 45, this is where Daniel got to the king and he began to first tell the king what his dream was. And then he explained to the king what the dream meant from verses 31 to 45. There was not one sentence where Daniel asked the king, was he correct? where Daniel seeked approval from the king. There was not one sentence where he said, is that right? Or, you know, am I saying it right? Does this sound familiar? Not once. From verses 31 to 45, Daniel just spoke confidently because he understood the calling that was on his life. He had confidence in his calling. He had confidence in what God would release through him in the midst of being tested because you have to remember his life was on the line. But from verse 31 to 45, Daniel stood there confidently and spoke the dream and this said, and this is what the dream means. And he didn't ask for validation, approval, or for reassurance from the king. He just stood confidently in the calling that was on his life. So if you're sowing a seed today, we're sowing the confidence seed because God is saying, I want you to be confident in the midst, have confidence in the midst of whatever test you're going through, whatever you're experiencing in this season. I want you to have confidence, not in yourself and your own ability, but in me and the calling that I placed on your life. Let's pray. 
Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. We want to thank you for even allowing us to be on this podcast, me speaking on this podcast and them listening to this podcast. Father God, I pray that this word reaches the person that you want it to reach and that it ignites another level, a double portion of confidence within them, God, that it doesn't matter what chaos they're currently going through. It doesn't matter what tears they cried last night. It doesn't matter how painful this season feels that they need to be confident in the fact that you still have your hand on their life, that you need, they need to be confident in the fact that the calling that you place on their life will come to pass. If they just hold on to their faith, if they just hold on to your word, if they just hold on to confidence in the fact that you will never leave or forsake them. Father God, I pray that you continue to build us up and mold us into who you created us to be father God and internally continuously plant confident seeds. We love you father God. I thank you for this podcast. I thank you for using me father God. And I thank you for each and every person that listens to this audio may confidence be their portion in Jesus name. We pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Christian Bay podcast and TV. I love you guys so much. The information to sow the confidence seed will be in my description box. Have a good day.